This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how to go on a first date with somebody that you met online dating, which is very applicable to many of my listeners uh, who are going Um, back onto the dating market after divorce. So this is a large contingent of who listens to me as well as people who are contemplating divorce and wondering what this would be like uh, to get back out there. But before we jump into that, I wanted to, of course, tell everybody to subscribe. My number of subscribers is mounting. And uh, the most recent one was on unconditional love, which is, as I said, essential listening for anybody in an intimate relationship who yearns for unconditional love, which is pretty much everybody. Those of y'all who are like, no, like, I totally understand if she would want to leave me if I gained weight because I'd want to leave her if she gained weight. Y'all are are like lying. (laughs) Nobody wants a partner who would be like, "Mm, yeah, if he gained some weight or if he lost his job or if he stopped being like, you know, funny, he went into a depression, my ass would be out the door and that's just should be cool. No, nobody, that's not anybody's deep desire. That may be like a pragmatic, semi-detached stance that you've cultivated as a result of being burned in prior relationships and or an avoidant attack style, which is rooted in your family of origin. So think about that (laughs) and listen to the subscriber only podcast as well as 53 others, I think, and more coming all the time. As I said, I'm going to be doing those every fourth instead of every fifth. So to give you more bang for your buck, it's only six bucks a month. So bang for your six bucks. Um, Anyhow, so I got a question. Somebody is a female member of my Facebook group. My Facebook group is a cool place to chat with other smart, psychologically minded people. Um, And it's also fun. And um, she asked, like, if you're going online dating, and if you're talking to somebody online, and then you meet up in person, like, how do you deal with those jitters the first time? Who picks where to go? Like, how do you decide what to do? Blah, 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 right? All the same questions that people have when they're jumping into online dating for the first time. And if you're one of those people who says you don't want to do online dating, that's cool. It's your funeral, you know, but... <laughs> As a parent, you don't have a lot of time. So really examine those preconceptions about online dating. This is not the e-harmony of, you know, 1999. Like, this is not what we're talking about. Like, I would say 95% of single people that want to be dating are on the apps. So you're really cutting yourself off from a vast pool of potential, um, you know, like-minded potential partners. But, I mean, if you just want to meet people at, like, the grocery store, cool. We also live in a society where if you're a man who approaches a woman at the grocery store, you might, you know, like, get arrested. So, really, think about these things, people. Um, So, if you're having, like, a nice online back and forth, I'm just going to do the woman first. So, the majority of women that I speak to, 
Okay, 100% of the women that I speak to want to feel pursued and desired. Then you're like asking a man out. Why? Don't be stupid. Like I told you this in the don't split a check on the first date. Don't split a check on the first date. I have a whole podcast about that. So I don't really need to uh, go into that specific one in depth. But you want a man to take care of you. Don't split the check on the first date, right? Because like he's not even taking care of the first date. How's he going to take care of you later on? You want to set precedence. You want to, if you're a woman who wants to be pursued, why is your ass asking him out? He can ask you out. And if he doesn't ask you out within a few days, fuck him, right? Refer back to my podcast most recently on, uh, you know, how not to give a shit what people think of you. And the mantra I taught you fuck these people, right? If he doesn't ask you out, I guess you wasted a couple of hours of chatting. Big shit. It's better than being in a relationship with a man who doesn't make plans. And then you're going to be like, oh, I realized from the very first time I had to make the plans, I had to ask him out. So don't get into that pattern. Don't go out with a man that you have to ask him out. You're not being proactive and forward and empowered. You are basically setting up a dynamic where you're saying, I am somebody who will make the plans. So the guy is, if he's a guy who doesn't like to make plans, he just thinks he hit the jackpot. Awesome. She'll make the plans. I'm so glad I found somebody who, who agrees. You know, you don't agree, but you're probably a people pleaser that is used to putting everybody else's needs first. You get that the conversation's kind of not going anywhere. So it's your role, like always, to move things along. No, stop this in its tracks. This has probably contributed to the dissatisfaction in your first marriage. So really what you got to do is wait till they ask you out or and like literally let yourself lose interest if they don't. Because why aren't they? What's wrong with them anyway? Like, this isn't like a fun mystery. Solve the dysfunctional man. You did this already probably in your first marriage. Don't go on, do it in your second. So yeah, if he doesn't ask you out, it's game over. If he asks you out and he's like, what do you want to do? You got to think. You got to do a deep introspection and deep dive about your own personality before entering into the dating market. Or at the same time as entering into it. Therapy can really help people be objective about what they want and need. So, like for example, let's say you're a woman with small children, you got a babysitter for this date, the guy lives in, uh, you know, uh, a city and you live in the suburbs of the city. So, what would you say for the first date when he says, what do you want to do? You would say, And I'm just going to say 90% of the women are in this situation. They don't want a long ass commute to a date when they have a babysitter, but they would like to be surprised. However, there's a couple women who are like super picky about what they eat and want to kind of be in charge of picking. So know thyself. Start as you mean to go on. So you could say something like, I would like anything that is, uh, you know, 10 minute drive for me. More than that, I can't really do with the babysitter. And if they're like, well, what about a 30-minute drive for this really good restaurant? Already, it's a bad sign. (laughs) It's like, wow, thank you so much for showing me that you're fucking difficult so that I can lose interest, just like my therapist tells me to do, not to get involved with difficult men. Because you set one boundary, you got one preference, and the man can't accommodate it. This is not a good sign. And if your heartbeat quickens because he's being difficult, girl, you have some shit to work on still about being attracted to jerks. I have a podcast on what to do if uh, you're attracted to jerks, so refer back. Um, by the way, ever if, if I mention something and you don't see that podcast, like 
you probably didn't subscribe. If you subscribe, you'll see all of these. If you subscribe and you still don't know which podcast I'm referring to when I mention a certain podcast, email me. Like, I'll know, you know, (laughs) it's my fucking podcast. So um, I will know if you're a subscriber and you can't find one of the episodes I'm talking about, then feel free to email me Um, at info at bestlifebehavioralhealth.com. But um, anyhow, so you're back to that he won't do something 10 minutes from your house. I mean, literally, okay, so let's say you say 10 minutes from my house. He's like, but what about this awesome restaurant that's 30 minutes? You could give him the benefit of the, of the you know, doubt. You could think maybe, okay, maybe literally this is the best restaurant in the world. This man is nervous. He's trying to get me to this best restaurant. So you could say, nah, I think 10 minutes, like I said. If he goes again to the restaurant, to that idea, he's a boundary pusher. Be done. But, you know, if he's usually most guys will be like, okay, I'll do this one 10 minutes from your house. If they're like, no, because I have an early day tomorrow, so you need to come to me. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. Bad. Alarm bell should be going off. This is not the man you want to be involved with. If, 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 if you are a woman who wants to be prioritized, pursued and taken care of, because he won't even sacrifice where he's willing to drive to, you know, screw it. You're a woman. Women need more sleep than men. I could link you to that study. Don't email me for that one. I mean, you know, there's some uh, ones you could just Google, (laughs) but it's a citation. It's real. And like, really, if a man's trying to be Mr. Gentleman and Prince Charming, they should be given more of an effort in the first date. So sue me. That is what I deeply believe after working with hundreds and hundreds hundreds of people that are in this situation where I'm seeing red flag factory in the first few dates. And then it turns out, guess what? Guess who was right? Me, you know, about how this guy ends up turning out. Now, if you're a man, what should you do on the first date? What what have you learned from listening to what women should do? You should ask the girl out soon. You don't need a pen pal. That doesn't help you. Doesn't help your sex life. Doesn't help your love life to have a pen pal. So in the first two conversations, say we should get a drink, you know, and if she's like, oh, I don't know, fuck it, right? You dealt with this shit already in your marriage. You don't need some ambivalent shit. You want a woman who wants to meet you. Now, if she's like, oh, I can't this week because, you know, my daughter is graduating, well, that's a real reason, you know, okay, go to next week. But don't do this ambiguous, I don't know, I'm very busy right now. No, 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 you're not that busy. If, you, if she's too busy to meet you, this is a very bad sign. She's not prioritizing dating. She's not going to prioritize the relationship. So then when you ask her out, then say, oh, do you need something closer to you? Or can I just get creative with, uh, you know, with wherever? Always pick the place. Don't ask her where she wants to eat. Believe me, the women that are picky, so picky that they won't go to the restaurant that you suggest, they'll have no problem telling you. You'll be like, oh, what about this awesome Chinese place? They'll be like, I hate Chinese. I only eat one type of pizza. It's at this restaurant. And then, of course, you do the implicit male cost-benefit analysis. How hot is she versus how fucking picky she is? And you make your own individual decision about whether you want to proceed. This is an individual male decision. But... You know, uh, some people don't give a shit. She could be a picky princess, but if she's hot and she's cute and she's smart, they'll do it. Some men are like, oh, yeah, you'll only eat one kind of pizza. I lived that life in my first marriage, baby. I'm out. So, again, you got to know yourself and what you want. How do you act when you get to the first date? Um, there's all this shit about what not to talk about on a first date. I disagree wholly with every single bit of that advice. It is st- 
stupid. It's stupid. You don't want to talk about politics on a first date. Oh, here's a better idea. Don't talk about it at all. On the third date, have sex. And afterwards, realize that you are completely different on every deep political and philosophical idea and feel like shit. Does that sound smart? No, no, it does not sound smart. So if you are somebody who's really looking to, now some people are just looking to have sex, but if you're really looking to date, and by the way, if you're really looking to have sex, make that clear. Be ethical. I'm not just talking about men either. There's plenty of women who are just looking to fuck around, literally. And guys think that they may be looking for a husband. Guy falls in love with you. Turns out you're just having fun. No. Both genders, if you're just looking to have fun, put it right in your profile. Believe me, you're only going to increase your number of people who, who uh, go for you that want what you want <laughs> if you put it out there, right? So you just put, just looking for something casual right now, right? Because we, I mean, what I think just from working with people is that even if you're just looking for something casual right now, if you were to meet the perfect person of your dreams, you wouldn't be looking for something casual with them. So I think everybody's got like, you know, a 10% chance that they change their minds about looking for something casual right now based on who they meet. But so that's why you say right now, because that's true, I think. But if it's really not true for you, if you could meet God knows what, uh, some, uh, you know, neurosurgeon slash supermodel slash, you know, sexual dynamo, and this would change your mind about settling down, then you say right now. But if you wouldn't, if even that person couldn't change your mind, then you say only looking for fun. Makes it very clear. Anyway, but if you're looking for somebody who's going to be your next partner, why shouldn't you talk about politics uh, at the first date? You want somebody who's politically aligned, right? It makes sense. Why wouldn't you talk about religion? You want somebody who's religiously aligned. Why wouldn't you talk about uh, anything, really? The things, when, when they're like, oh, don't talk about exes, that's kind of like to help people who are going to come off crazy. What I say as a therapist, so it's like, you don't want to talk about exes if that's going to turn out to your conversation being, that motherfucker, I knew when I married him that he was a piece of shit, but then it only got worse then you, you, you have stuff to work on. My goal as a therapist versus like Cosmo magazine, like how to get, you know, a guy to like you. Although I love Cosmo magazine, very good sex tips, particularly in the nineties for young, (laughs) young emerging adult women. I'm sure many of my cohort agrees, but the, the point here is I'm not trying to get people to get with people that aren't compatible with them. If you are somebody who has so much anger toward an ex that you cannot mention why you got divorced on your first date because you will go off onto a tangent of spite and vitriol, that's something to work on internally yourself with a therapist. The point isn't to make sure that the topic doesn't come up so that you don't out yourself as somebody who still has all this animosity. The point is to on a deep level target and heal the animosity before you get on to the dating market. So you want to really be authentic and genuine. No topics are off the table. Uh, Be very honest about what you like, what you don't like. Be really honest about where you're at in every which way. If you start an authentic relationship right from the first date, the, the sky is the limit. 
The problems come when people are lying in some way on the first date. Not an outright lie. Not like saying they have, you know, one kid and they have two kids or some crazy shit. Just like lying about who they are as a person and what they want. Like a woman pretending to be really flexible and laid back when she's not. Or a man pretending to be really into a relationship when he's not. Or vice versa. You know, so you want to start as you mean to go on and be very authentic and genuine. In terms of jitters... A guy knows if he wants to sleep with you and if he wants to be to pursue anything with you based just on looks in the first two seconds of meeting. So as a woman, dress like you usually dress when you're trying to look good and show up. You know, I mean, your personality is probably not going to tank it. If he thinks that you're hot, he's probably going to go past a couple of dates anyway because that's like important attraction and chemistry are like super important. So... If he doesn't like you, if he doesn't want a second date, it's mostly either you, t- you came off completely batshit crazy or he just wasn't attracted to you. Either way, it's like, why, why care? Like, you're not going to appeal to everybody. Everybody's not going to appeal to you. you got to think about it very pragmatically if you're going into the dating market at this age. You don't want somebody who's not attracted to you at first, either to your looks or your personality. So your job as a woman is just to show up and be yourself, you know, and he's going to decide if he's into you or not. As a man, if you show up, she may, unless she's like, I tell women all the time, like, sure, a man could go from okay to handsome based on his personality, but he's not going to go from yucko to handsome. If, like, a woman is not attracted to you to the point that, you know, that she's never going to be attracted no matter how brilliant and funny you are, then that's just how it is, you know? But as a man, you got more wiggle room with your personality. Women aren't as visually oriented fully. So she could come, she could see you and be like, all right, he's all right, you know, let's see. And then you could turn into the great passionate love of her life. That does happen based on being really smart, really funny, etc. So if you're a man, you got to bring more of your A game to the person, to the conversation. No shit. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. And, uh, you know, try your best. If she doesn't like you, she doesn't like you. The whole nerve factor, uh, if it's paralyzing, you got to work on it in therapy. But most people at this age can really just talk themselves out of it. Like, I'm just going to shoot my shot. If they don't like me, they don't like me. So it goes, you know, somebody will, you know, somebody will like me. And I could also learn from the dates. Now, don't be that weirdo that like, you know, says to the person afterwards, if the person says, "Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't think that there was a, you know, spark, a love connection. Don't say why. Some people are even like, why? What could I have done different? No, no, they're not your dating coach. If you need dating coaching, contact me. (laughs) I do dating coaching with my clients. Um, you don't, you don't want, uh, they're not your dating coach. Don't ever ask them what you did wrong. If it's a first date, you're assuming is something <laughs> that is mostly related to that. They weren't attracted to you. So don't like make them do the, uh, the weird, awkward work of telling you why that's not necessary ever. Um, if it's a relationship of six months or something, three months, even, you know, then yeah, sure. Ask them to tell you what you did wrong. But if it's just a first date, just assume they weren't that into you and move on. 
Um, as a man, I think that uh, most women, as I've said, want to be pursued. So I said, try to do something near them. Uh, pick the restaurant. If they don't like your restaurant, they will tell you. You know, don't worry. Say, what about this? How does that sound? Do not ask them to pick a restaurant. The majority of women do not want to be the CEO of the date. So unless you are somebody who literally, I mean, as I said, be authentic. So if you're somebody who cannot handle picking a restaurant and does not want to work on that personality trait, then ask them to pick the restaurant because you're being authentic. But if you are either somebody who can pick a restaurant and or somebody who wants to actively work on becoming somebody who can pick a restaurant, which is really a pretty good skill, then pick the restaurant. You know, that's how you become it. You practice doing it and show up. Generally, you should say you look great if you're a man to a woman, if you believe it. If you don't believe it, that she looks great, you're not going to continue the relationship. So then don't say it because then it's like kind of uh, mean, you know, to say you look great. If you don't mean it, then you're not going to pursue anything. So in the situation where you are attracted to her, then you could say you look great, even like you're even better than your pictures. That's, you know, nice to say. Some people think that's like a backhanded compliment about their pictures but um, those people are difficult anyway, looking for problems. (laughs) So don't worry about it. And, you know, start a pretty reasonable, interesting conversation where you remember to also ask things about the woman. And if she, and if you have a good time, I say, being 41, that you should try to kiss her at the end. Perhaps the uh, people that are 20 years old believe that this is not good or like non-consensual or something. In my experience as a woman talking to women constantly about dating, women like when a guy tries. Some women like when a guy says, can you kiss? Can I kiss you? Some women just like you to go in for the kiss. Unless you're like a fucking ninja, then they know when your head is moving closer to them and they have plenty of time to back away. This isn't like you're, uh, you know, pinning them down and not letting them out. So, um, (laughs) but this is an individual thing. Like if, if this is a major now if you're with a younger woman like if you're dating like I don't know 35 below 30 below definitely say can I kiss you it seems it seems like that's what to do but um yeah but like if if you just want to try to go in for a kiss I don't think anybody is going to call the cops but maybe I'm wrong, you know, if, if, if somebody has real world uh, experience with trying to kiss a woman and they're getting, you know, told that this was horrible, then uh, tell me and I will addend this. But in my mind, I hate that shit. Can I kiss you? That's like so not romantic and it doesn't indicate, I guess I'm different, right? Because I'm a therapist. So I'm thinking about all of this as indicative of later how it will go. So like, I feel like a lot of women, they're like, here we go. It's like, can I kiss you? And then it's going to be, can we have sex? Can I this? Can we that? It's like, blah, blah, blah. Like the whole, women doesn't want to be the CEO thing. They don't want to be in charge, but maybe it could be different, you know, for the first kiss or whatever, you know, you'll kind of get a sense if the woman has like a lot of guard up and a lot of boundaries in that case, you got to ask in the case where a woman is flirting with you, touching you, laughing at your jokes, getting close to you, 
then I feel like you could still just try. It's like hilarious though to me that I just spent multiple minutes of this. This was so different, obviously, as y'all are aware in previous eras, you know, where the guy just tried to kiss you and if you didn't like it, you turned your cheek. But you know, I'm watching reality shows now that I think about it with young people and they don't ask. So I guess maybe we've gone back to basics there. I don't think you have to. And then you text them at the end after the date and you say that you had a good time. If you're the man, if you're the woman, do not text first. Don't text first. Remember, they're pursuing you. If you want a pursuer, this is how to get a pursuer. Don't pursue them because if you pursue them, they learn right away that they don't have to pursue you. And you ask for another date. And that's that. And so <laughs> there could, of course, be more things to go into, you know, uh, write in with your questions, if, particularly if you're a subscriber and you have requests for other parts of dating that you would like concrete advice on. But this, at least in and of itself, should have given you a little bit of something to think about. How am I coming off? Am I being authentic? What are my expectations versus how I'm going to want to be treated later? And are those consistent and coherent? Or am I just kind of... Uh, bullshitting that I'm really like laid back and flexible or whatever and I'm not or whatever should give you some stuff to introspect about if you're on the dating market and I will talk to everybody soon and uh, not really much more I could say about the online first date without further uh, feedback about specific issues that plague you I myself am always up to working individually with people on this um it's, a, it's part of my therapy. I mean, if somebody's dating, this is a lot of shit we do, is go through like the texts and the messages and like what happened on the date and the play-by-play -play and all of this. All right, talk to y'all soon. Have a great day.